Welcome, everybody. We are back with another episode of Storm Chasers. I'm Courtney. I'm Liz. I'm Brian. And today's episode is going to be specifically dedicated to the class of 2025, St. John's incoming freshmen. Woo! Welcome to St. John's. (laughs) Yay! So this is going to be another episode in our college student advice series. You should definitely check our first one out where we did a question and answer. But today, we're just going to be giving our opinions on advice from two current sophomores and a senior about how incoming freshmen can get adjusted to college. So I guess the first topic we should talk about is scheduling. Yeah. Definitely. So incoming freshmen, their first semester, freshman year, actually don't have to worry about that because the school schedules classes for them. But I guess, would you have any suggestions for freshmen their spring semester where they do have to start um well i definitely to add on to that yeah if you're watching if you're listening to this um and you're an incoming freshman do not stress it on the schedule you will get because it's going to be the one you're stuck with for the first semester but always don't think about it too much just think about the classes you have to take don't concern yourself with the day and time because at the end of the day you're just trying to get the credits and get through the first semester of adjusting to a new school That's my advice to them, at least. And also, if there is, like, a mistake in your schedule or a problem, you can always talk to your deans, whatever department you're in, and they'll, like, fix your schedule for you. But you just got to make sure to contact them. It's not like high school. They're not going to be super strict with, like, changing classes. And then after your freshman fall semester, you make your own schedule. So it really is up to you. They're only making the schedule for you with that first semester, so you don't have to worry about it. And, yeah. So, oh, sorry. I was going to say, my piece of advice would be, so I actually was my first semester kind of worried about the time because I only wanted to go to school four days a week. So pretty much how St. John's does it is, for the most part, I think, either Monday and Thursday, Tuesday and Friday, or Wednesday. Or they have sometimes one week classes at night, right? But most of the time, it's like, if it's two days a week, it's those combinations. So for me, like, I had classes five days a week. I had, like, one class a day. For my first semester as being a freshman um again like another tip everyone should remember is look at the dates for events when you go onto st john's website they tell you the days where you could change your class drop a class and again like brian said speak to your advisor because it does help um but definitely look at the dates but usually for the first semester of freshman year they try to give you five days just so it's like not a hard adjustment from your everyday life in like high school even though everyone thinks you're in college you're gonna have class once a day like and do all that it may seem nice but when you do one class a day you have like five classes in one day because you need to get a certain amount of credits another thing i would say is about what liz said about the calendar there is like a St. John's like semester calendar where they say like what days you have off, you know, what days the last day to drop a class, add a class, stuff like that. I would find that calendar, take a screenshot of it, maybe print it out and just hold on to it because those dates are important. I need to remember because if you don't pay attention to it, like you could mess up later on. Yeah, no, I 100% rely on that academic calendar. I believe it's accessible on the St. John's University website. You can just website. go on Google and find it. Yeah. Yeah. They try to send one out. And, of course, as the freshmen are going to get everything from St. John's, being that they're new, you're going to get everything in the mail from them. Um, You're definitely going to get the academic calendar in the mail, but always go online because they change the days 
as the semester comes. So I look at that maybe once a month just to make sure what days we have off, what's the last day to apply for pass-fail or anything. Yeah, definitely. For me, I was lucky enough my first semester to not have class on Wednesdays, and then I tried to keep having that same kind of scheduling, only going to class four days a week, because that's just personally for me what works. I kind of like having that, having a day off in the middle on, like, Wednesdays. But obviously everyone's different. That's like my schedule right now. Like, I didn't get a four-day-a-week class, like, schedule until my sophomore year, which I don't mind having the five-day. It's literally I just want to have my classes and get my credits done just so I know I have everything done for being on track to graduate. So that's another thing, remember. Um, Just try and stay on track with whatever classes you can. Do not stress about it. And if you have to have five five days a week of classes – don't worry about it. Just get the classes done because, as we all have seen with COVID, time flies. Like, and the assignments are always like understandable for your time framing of doing things. Yeah, definitely. I feel like what works for one person may work for ev- ev- like someone else. It may work differently. So everyone has their preferences when it comes to scheduling and how they want their classes to work out. So, yeah. Also, one thing when it comes to scheduling classes, I believe this is a tool that we should recommend to them. Rate my professor. Yeah. Yes. That, oh my God, that is like a lifesaver. I did not look at that. Um, go, um, like second semester of freshman year, I just took whatever I could and I made some mistakes and got the worst professors to have my second semester of freshman year. And now going into my junior year, I looked at rate my professor for every single professor I've had because. I can't, I can't do another horrible professor, especially with the pandemic going on. You never know if they're going to do asynchronous, if they're going to be fully in person, where if you have to miss a class, is it okay or not? Right, my professor is a lifesaver for every college student, I think. Oh, wait. Well, Brian, do you want to explain what it is? Because we're saying oh, yeah. right my professor, they might not they know what it don't is. Know yeah, what it so, is. so right my professor, explain. it's a website. And you just search up St. John's on there and you search up the name of your professor and it'll have like reviews. Like each review will have like one to five stars. It's kind of like a Yelp, but for professors, people say what they thought of them, what they don't. I would also say even if you have good professors, go on there, leave good reviews, so, you know, kind of boost up their rating. Um, another thing about scheduling, try to like stay on top of that. Like as soon as like you're, because basically St. John's, they have priority registration numbers. And the way that works is, the upperclassmen are allowed to choose classes before the lowerclassmen, you know, because they're graduating soon. It might be more important for them to choose the class they need. So let's say you're a freshman. You're probably going to be on the bottom of that list for choosing your classes. So some of the classes you're going to want are going to fill out pretty quick. So, like, the second, like, your advisor will tell you, like, what day and time you're allowed to go on and choose your classes. Like, as soon as that time, like, let's say it's, like, on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock, go on. And register for your classes as soon as possible. I would, like, choose what classes you want in advance. And then when they go live for you, just register right away before they fill up. Also, another thing, because I feel like people, like, this was me my first, I think my first semester. Don't stress about remembering the priority number because it changes every semester. And I did not know that. So when I was just registering, I just put in the same one because I didn't get an email yet. So I didn't know it wasn't my time. So... Make sure you're just checking your emails as the time goes on for, like, when your advisor sends it. Because your advisor gives you a list of what you need and the number you could use, like Brian said. Which is definitely, like, a lifesaver and makes you less stressed about making your schedule. Yeah, definitely. I forgot what I was going to say. I had a thought in mind, but I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, what made my professor? I feel like it 
most part it's accurate, but sometimes it's not. Because I had a professor who was really good. Yeah. But they didn't have a good review. I was so surprised. I was like, why? That's why you should go on there and leave good reviews. Sometimes people, if they're angry, they'll go on there and rant. Like the most ridiculous reasons. Like they gave this professor a bad review and she was really good. I was so surprised. I I agree with you completely because I have a professor right now who all all my friends who's had this professor who's dropped him says he's the worst professor to ever have. I'm not going to name names because I'm not going to do that here. Um, I have him for a class, and he's not bad at all. And everyone's like, oh, he probably got in trouble. I'm like, no, maybe you guys just didn't take the right class for him or maybe didn't speak to him because, like, I always introduce myself to my professors. I'm like, because I missed the first week um, of classes because my sister was sick. So I introduced myself. I was like, I'm sorry about what happened. He's like, I'm like, do I have, like, anything I have to make up? And he's like... Just show up. You're good. Like, he's like an easy professor to pass to this guy. And everyone's like, that's so shocking. So I feel like don't always go off right my professor, but use that as a layout when you're trying to just, like decide what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you guys have any other final pieces of advice when it comes to scheduling? Just be smart about it. Yeah, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I guess the next topic of discussion we can go into is getting involved because I feel like that's a huge thing that we should advise them is to go to student life or student government-based events. I have a lot to say about this, and I'm going to at Brian so (laughs) much, like I've talked about every time we have a meeting. (laughs) Definitely throw yourself into um, as many things as you want to, like as you're comfortable. Um, I know as being a freshman – I was nervous about joining a club, and luckily I was able to join the Bolt. Um, Brian did throw me into my position as the reporter of the Bulletin. I'm not going to lie. He just said, okay, you're the reporter. I was like, okay, being a freshman, not knowing what I was doing. Um, but definitely use that as, like, a push for yourself. Like, if it wasn't for Brian, I probably would just still be a little shy person who doesn't get involved as much. So I thank you for that. Um But just try everything out. And if you don't get into, like, things that you think you want to, don't stress yourself about it because it's not the end of the world. Like, always try to do what your comfort zone is. Yeah, I would say, yeah, the number one thing for making friends, especially, like, at the St. John's Staten Island campus, being that it's so small, I would say join clubs, join organizations, stuff like that. Like, I remember, like, my first week of freshman year, there was, like, a student opening, like, welcome barbecue and I went to that, and I'm just, like, sitting around, like, oh, my God, I want to make friends. Like, I don't know how to do this. You know, I'm shy. It's, like, how do I just start talking to people? And then, like, they had a few booths set up for, like, different clubs on campus, and one of them was the Bolts. So I went there, and I saw that, like, it was stuff I was interested in. So I signed up, and, like, just being in the Bolts allowed me to interact with other people, and you kind of become friends with people that way. Yeah, and I and, think that's great. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't, like, a lot of people, like, They'll come, especially in their freshman year. They're like, oh, I'll just go to class and come home. And you can do that if you want, but, like, you're not really going to make friend, like too many friends that way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that's a great way to meet people with common interests. So, like, going and getting involved in extracurriculars, sort of similar to what you do in high school. Not only I recommend that you join extracurriculars that are in your interest, but also involved in your major. So, like, if you're... A major in the communications department, like if you're a journalism or TV film, join a club like The Bowl. You'll definitely gain a lot of hands-on experience, and it looks good in a resume, and you'll definitely meet people that will eventually become your friends. 
You're definitely right, Courtney, because um, I am a communication management um, major, and I came from the same background in high school. I went to Newdorp High School, um, and there was this program, ACMA, and I did that my four years. And then one of the old um, presidents of the Bolt came into my communications class and, like, advertised the Bolt, and I was like, this is what I like to do in high school. I'm going to try it, and little did I know I'd be, like, part of it for, like, my second year. I'm hoping to do this up until I graduate, and it actually has given me more hands-on experience with, like, doing the podcast like this, with filming everything, with editing, and definitely just try to do your interest. Don't think, like, I love Greek life. Do not think college is just all about the Greek life, because I feel like a lot of college movies and shows, like, try to pertain it towards that. It's, like, all the organizations are more than, like, what TV shows make it to be, and that's what I think people have to realize. Like, be in as involved as you want, but don't think it's, like, a stereotypical movie type thing. Yeah, like, I remember when I was coming to St. John's, you know, people were telling me, like, oh, you got to join Greek life. You know, that's, like, the only way you're going to make friends. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, there are, like, different organizations that might be more catered towards your interests. Like, even you'll make some friends in, like, classes and stuff. Even just hanging around, like, campus, you might find people. And even, like, the Greek life on this campus, like, it's not, like, the stereotypical, like, what you see in the movies. Like, they're not going to, like, do anything bad, like, haze you or anything. Like, some of them, like, are pretty good, and they'll do, like, a lot of, like, stuff for the community. And you could be friends with the Greek life and not be involved. I'm friends with so many people in our Greek life, in the sororities, and, of course, they're genuine, nice people. Like, people stereotype a lot of college things these days, and I think doing a podcast like this and, like, reaching out to people makes them be more aware that college is more than what you see on TV. Yeah, definitely. And uh, none of us are in Greek life, yeah. right? None of us are. One person of the Bolt is in Greek life, and she is one of the kindest two. people. Two people. Two. two. Two people, actually. Who else? Who are you thinking of? Jenny. Alex. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, and Alex, yes. Jenny and Alex, she, um, two people part of the Bolt, are in Greek life, and they are the sweetest people. Jenny goes out of her way to like talk to anyone alex is like the most outgoing person so i think greek life is always stereotyped to something but don't think going into college you have to be a part of that to do anything like you could do a bunch of different things that are in your comfort zone yeah i feel like especially on this campus because there's not a lot of extracurricular clubs and greek like greek life is a big thing on this campus so i know sometimes for those who aren't like don't feel like an outsider like there's still ways there's still to get involved. There's still plenty of other clubs. Yeah, like they have if you're like like multicultural in orgs. Yeah. They if you're have in business, like they women in business. They have like, like a like club for like every major kind of like every culture. Every culture. Like spectrum. I, they have a spectrum as well. Yeah. We have the spectrum. We have um, communication. Dale. Dale. Yeah. Um, we have women in business, like you said. We have a bunch of different organizations that I think are all unique in their own ways, and every more people are involved in so many different of them so many different organizations, so they get their voice heard throughout each of their orgs with involving everything. Yeah. I also like to add that college is, like, not like high school in the way where I feel like people are a lot more nicer and open-minded in college. Like, I feel like in high school people are, like, judgy, and it's, like, who Perfect has to be, like, the most popular? People are all clicky. And I feel like in college people are just more open-minded. Like, they're more willing to talk to people. They're just less judgy, I guess. Yeah, I think that, like, people go in, like, I was, like, the head of this team. I'm going to be, like, the head of this clique. Don't come in like that. Come in, like, as a new person. I think that's, like, a good good thing, like, for people 
you are a new person entering a new um like entering a new like environment and just remember it's you're you're meeting new people who have the same attributes as you do so if you think like you're not going to meet people who are at the same level as you you're wrong because everyone has their own like level of comfort and it's always nice to like meet people who vibe with you on the same way yeah everyone's starting fresh in college everyone's leaving their old reputation from high school behind whatever that may be good bad so everyone's starting fresh so you kind of have like an opportunity to like start over and like make friends i guess in a more relaxed way yeah definitely also shameless self-promo join the bolt <laughs> yeah I think that's what we try to do. Like every, every podcast, it seems to see what yeah. happens. It's We're a pretty fun you. club, honestly, and it, you will make friends here. And it's very hands-on. You can like make podcasts like we're doing. That's pretty fun. You can make your own videos. We have a blog. You can like write articles for. Well, of course, we're gonna self-advertise on yeah. our own platform. <laughs> but yes, Definitely. it literally is. I I'm not I'm not even like sugarcoating it or like trying to get people involved with the bolt, but. Being involved on the boat has made me more outgoing as a person and made me more involved in the field I wanted to. Um, it actually, like, helped me look at what I want to do with career choices more, like, with more of production. And, yeah, just if you guys want, join the boat, you know, at the boat, SJU, you know, just add us on Instagram. Definitely. I feel like the ball has definitely helped me as far as, you know, majors and navigating what my interests are as in terms of potential careers. Because you're undecided, right? Yeah, I'm currently undecided. I think that's another thing. You don't have to decide a major going in. Cause you have at, until your junior look year. Look at Courtney. Like she, she's undecided, and I think you've done so much, even though you don't mm -hmm. like know what major you want to do. You've like branched out into every field so far. Yeah, definitely. Don't feel you have to know right away. Because that's definitely a big misconception. Like You have to know the second you get into college. Like I think they said, oh, it was in Georgia. I don't remember the exact percentage, but they say a lot of college students change their majors multiple times throughout their first two years. You a lot have of students. Up until what junior year to decide a major? I think junior year is when you have to decide. So, so. don't waste that time. Just I got like, doing I, any majors like I got a majority of my cores done. Yeah, get your cores done. Like if that's your advice, like definitely don't stress about a major, guys, because it's not the end of the world. But it's also like junior year. Try to know where you want to lean towards. Well, also, people also think, like, this major, do this one job. Like, I feel like majors sometimes can open up to so many different jobs in different areas that you wouldn't even think of. You, you know like what I mean? Me. Like, I know someone who's majoring in English and is looking to be a lawyer. So, like, sometimes major doesn't always define career, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, you guys well, think, we have I think teaching so. majors in, on the bolt. Like, I am a communications major, and people think that's a dying major, but it's not, like... I think being communications, you think journalism, and people think journalism is a dying major because of, like, But we always need the news. But you need something with communications. Communications is advertising, PR, it's more than that. And, like, again, self-advertising, the Bolt, the Bolt has helped with that. So, but we have different majors. Like, we have law majors, we have um, teaching majors. Like, we don't only have the communication majors on the Bolt. Yeah, definitely. Brian? <laughs> uh, that's all I have to say. Um, I guess as far as also moving on from extracurriculars, going to events, so going to student life and student government events, just making your presence known, showing your face. Yeah, like following the student life on Instagram yes. once you're in here. Yeah. Follow all the Staten Island 
Like, or look up St. John's. St. John's. Go on Instagram, follow St. John's SI. St. John's follow U. St. John's U. That's for the main St. John's, like all the campuses. St. John's SI is specifically the Staten Island campus. There's St. John's Now SI, and they're more about like the events and activities on campus. SGI underscore SI. That's um the student government. Follow the bolt.sju because <laughs> not only is it for our club and like we put the content we do, but we also have a weekly show called The Bolton. Hosted that, by me, yeah. Liz. Hi. And basically in that show, we just say like what events are going on for the week. Every Monday morning, we're like, here are the events for this week. It's like a one to two minute video and we just a breakdown of everything that's going on and... Yeah. Like we have a lot of fun events. Uh, sorry, events um, on campus. Even with the pandemic happening, like we've learned to do a lot of socially distant stuff. Like today's Thursday. Um, on Fridays, we usually do like screen on the green or um, Johnny drive-ins, which again is socially distant um, for like the convenience of everything. But it's still fun to get out there and knowing the events through student life and of course through. The bulletin, which, again, I do weekly for people to be involved because sometimes they don't see the Student Life's Instagram and they see ours, is definitely something to keep you up to date, up to date with what's going on. Definitely. I guess another topic that we should dive into is academics. So the academic part of college. Um, do you have any advice maybe, you know, should we talk about office hours and like we and professors? Because I feel like that's something Let's new that high school students don't know about that. Because yeah. like we kind of dived into it with rape my professor, but once you're in class, it it's a whole different dynamic. Yeah. And a class in college is obviously a lot different than a class in high school, for like both good and bad reasons. Um, good, I feel like. Well, first of all, like as you said, with the office hours, so each professor has their own office hours. Like, let's say you're struggling in a class, or even if you just want to talk to your professor about something, like, one-on-one, they'll have their own office hours. Um, in the past, they were in person in an actual office. Now they're virtual. Next year, it'll probably be a mix of both. And you just say, like, hey, like, can I talk to you during your office hours? And they'll help you with, like, whatever you want. So it doesn't have to be related to the class. It could be career advice. And also by going to their office hours, uh, it shows that, like, you're involving yourself in the class and you're at least trying to do well. And you're definitely like not gonna fail that way. I feel like it shows you're making. Sorry, I was you just saying. Go. I feel like it shows that you're making an effort, and I feel like professors a lot of times appreciate that. Like you know, students who make themselves known, introduce themselves. If they have a question, go to office hours. It shows that you're getting involved. What I was gonna add on. Um, also, like some professors even say, like, listen, my office hours are canceled today, but you can email me at any time, which I think is great. Like. I email one of my professors all the time because she makes it known, like, email me at any time. I might not get back to you immediately, but I always check my email every morning. And that's a way for you to still be comfortable if you're, like, struggling in anything and you know last minute you don't know what you're going to do um, and you need your professor, but it's outside the office hours. Like, some of them will, like, clarify that in the beginning of the semester. Like, the first day they always discuss the syllabus and what the, like, semester is, like, going to be outlined as. Most professors do it. Most professors I've had has have done that with their syllabus. So hold on to your syllabus, by the way. It's important. We yes, should probably describe what a syllabus is. <laughs> a lot of them are online now, which makes it easier because everything's on Canvas. With um, Canvas is like a platform. It's like everyone's heard of Pupil Path for high school. It's basically like that. If you know what Pupil Path is, it lays out like uh, some assignments you have to do, um, information you need, or announcements made. The grades you got in your class. Some professors lock it. Um, and you only see the announcements and the grades, which is not, like, the worst thing. 
but definitely be looking at Canvas when you like come to St. John's because that will be a lifeline too for academics at least. And check your St. John's email too. You're like you're going to tell you when you come here how to look at that, but that's important because professors they will send important things to your email that you're going to need to know for class. Sometimes even that class is canceled last minute, so you want to look at that so you're not like coming to class like and you're like, hey, like why isn't anyone here? Hook it up to your phone email people. We all have most people have their smartphones, Android or iPhone. Hook it up to the emails that you have that you look at every day on your phone because no one just goes on St. John's randomly on the app and looks at it. I know I don't. I go to my regular email. I hook it up to that because that's the only way I'm going to get my emails. Honestly, please do that because I just did that now and I cannot tell you the amount of times I did not look at my email in the morning and I came to class and found out it was canceled. Yeah, I've gotten better at that, but like in freshman year a lot. It happens to every freshman. Even though we're saying it now, people are still going to do it. It happened to me the other day. I was I was getting Starbucks. I was going to class. I was going getting Starbucks before class because, um, guys, just so you know, you could have drinks in class, most classes at least. I know mine. Um, I was getting Starbucks before I was heading to campus, and I looked at my email because I was like, I never check it. I always check it in the morning. Check it before you go. And my professor was like, my allergies are acting really bad, so I'm going to cancel class. It was like 8.40. My class was at 9 a.m. I'm like, mm-hmm. what if I was on campus? Yeah. So always look at your email like, 20 minutes before you're going to leave, keep looking at it until you get to campus because you'll be on campus and really get annoyed that you have to either stay there for your next class or go home and go to your next class later on in the day. Also, another thing I'd like to add that you said about the whole drinking in class, college classes, they're like a lot more stricter, no, a lot less stricter with rules than high school. You know, in high school, they're authoritative, like no food, no, no drinks, gum. no chewing gum. You have to ask to go to the bathroom. No phones, no this, no that. In college, like... They're more understandable yeah. that people have a life. At least, like, I feel like the professors I've had, and I've had, like, for core classes, you're not going to have, like, if you're in a major, you're not going to only have the professors that are in your major. You're going to have, like, different major professors. Um, They know their stuff going on. They are just say, like, it's understandable, but don't be doing it excessively, like... If you have something, just, like, shoot me, like, a note or an email and say you have to walk out. People walk out of the class and use the bathroom and come back. Like, they're more understanding than Yeah, you don't have to ask to go to the bathroom in college. Just get up and go. Um, Even, like, going on your phone and, like, stuff like that. Like, you probably shouldn't do it, and some professors might get mad about that. But it's, like, they all recognize that, like, you're the one paying for this class. It's your college education, so it's on you. If you're going on your phone, you're not paying attention. Like, it's not their job anymore to, like, worry about if you're paying attention They're not going to baby you like they do in high school or call your parents. They're they were, they're not going to call your parents because, They're like, if yeah. you don't want to be here um, or if you don't want to learn, they're not going to stop you. They're not. Because at the end of the day, it's all about being self-efficient. So they give you, they try to give you a push. Some professors do go on you like that. But most of the time, it's like, you guys are, we're adults now. Once you enter college, you're like an adult. So they treat you like an adult. You don't want to be here. You don't have to be here. But, like, you could have your phones out on the table and look at it for the time or anything, and they're, like, not as strict about it as high school would be with, oh, if you have your phone out, you're getting sent to the principal. Yeah, they're not going to, like, take it away or, like, anything like that. And computers, too. A lot of, like, classes, they actually encourage you to, like, use your computers in class to take notes and, like, research and stuff. Especially with COVID now. Yeah. 
it used to be paper assignments and now they do more of the stuff on canvas because like they don't want the germs being handed out like we're still cautious with covid i think people don't know like don't think yeah. that because they're online more in high school they're not really in person which if you're coming to st john's you're mo- mainly going to be either hybrid or online when you're a freshman like you don't know what your schedule will be like until like the first two weeks yeah but you will have the opportunity if you choose to do so to take classes on campus and you know like she said if you're only online in high school this year it's going to be like a change of pace if you haven't been in a classroom during a pandemic. Again, right now it's currently April when we're recording this. April, you September, the with. vaccine, we don't know what things are going to be like. But let's just assume things the way they are now. You're going to have to wear a mask in class all the time for the entire like hour and a half, three hours that you're in there. Um, you have to social distance. You need to be respectful of other people. You can't be like taking your mask off, arguing about the rules because... The professors aren't making the rules at St. John's, and we have to do it so we can all stay safe. Well, yeah, that's a rule, and obviously the social distancing, the masks, and the vaccine requirement, that was just something that was recently released to all of yeah. us. I don't know. I'm assuming the incoming freshmen are going to be aware of that as well. Yeah, we so... Hope, we hope that you, like... if they They're probably sending them an email. Yeah. Hopefully they, um, St. John's sends you an email. They most likely will because they send an email about everything. Yeah, and it's been all in the news and stuff. Yeah. And if you guys all follow um, SI Live on Instagram, you probably saw the poll they did about the vaccine coming here um, and being mandated to get vaccinated if you're in person. Yeah, so that's that. Um, yeah, take it as as you want. <laughs> I have nothing else <laughs> to say about that. Um, do we have any tips regarding homework, tests, study tips? Procrastination. I think is, like, a topic of that part that we have to, like, a little bit address. Listen, I'm a sophomore. I still procrastinate. Brian's a senior. I know he procrastinates. But be um, more organized as it would be in high school because high school you get all your courses in a day when college is maybe, maybe like, one or two classes a day. And then you get the assignment, like, for two Two weeks to a month in advance. Yeah, it's not you like your assignment. you're not going to have homework five days a week due. It's going to be... A, Whatever high school is telling you where you're going to yeah. get assignments every day and have to write five-page papers a day is not true. Maybe you'll get the assignment two weeks in advance, and then you have two weeks to do it. Yeah, it's only like a few assignments per semester, maybe like a few papers, a few exams, maybe a few projects. But like, it's not going to be something every single night. Maybe like a small like assignment every night for like certain a classes, a chapter... Um, you have to do a lot of reading for some of your classes, especially the core ones. Like, be prepared for that. But I think, like, they all, like, in college, I think professors, like, look at it. No matter how old or young the professor might be, they know, like, you don't, they, you're not only taking this course, you're taking other courses. So they don't lay a bunch of work on you. Some professors may seem like it, but it's really light work. If you really look at it once you're in college and you look at what you're doing that's due in two weeks versus what you were doing which was due like the next day it's it's light work and you're gonna be stressed like maybe going into freshman year you're gonna be stressing me thinking you can't do this you can it's you just gotta plan out your time more and when you get to college I think it becomes more realistic of what you got told in high school to what you're actually experiencing with time management and everything yeah time management is definitely a big key factor when it comes to college workload like we're gonna tell you don't procrastinate 
everyone's going to tell you don't procrastinate, don't procrastinate, but we all know you're still going to do it anyway. We still procrastinate. It's just the reality. But at least try not to. Try not to. It'll help you out a lot. Like, I think I procrastinate. I outline all my assignments, like, because there are professors who do in-class work days, which I think helps a lot because, you know, they do go around the room and see if you're doing your work. It, you could do the outline of your project, and if you do your project two days before it's due, at least you have the outline. Like, mm-hmm. I procrastinate like that where I have everything noted of what I have to do. I just haven't written the paper. And I think that's better because I already know what I'm going to say. Because I do, I have a job, I own a business, I do the bulletin for here, and I have school. And I have my own personal responsibilities. So everyone puts that in front of their schoolwork a lot of times, but it's always good to remember, like, I have to get this done so I could do this. Like, give yourself time in between your day to do something related to your schoolwork because then you're going to think you have no time to do anything. Yeah, definitely. I think another good study tip, this may not be good, now but like in the past was i was gonna say maybe groups like if you have if you you are friends with someone in your class maybe you know a group study day zoom meeting you can do that you can still study in groups yeah find like people in your class uh, and every single class try to get in contact like other students because every now and then like high school too you may need like help with something maybe you might not understand something and you might need to reach out to someone I think it's also good to know um, you're not always going to be in the same grade group. Like, as a freshman, you're going to have, like, a class called D&Y, possibly, which will be majority, which should be full of only freshmen because it's a freshman-required class. But I'm in – I'm the only sophomore in one of my classes. The rest of them are juniors and seniors. So it's always good that you have upperclassmen in your class being a freshman because they can help you relate to – doing something else because they took the course probably or like they are a little bit wiser and will help you through it they're like mentors like we do mentorships through St. John's as well um but it's always good to like find someone who's a little bit older than you maybe a year maybe a few months maybe seniors um and freshmen but it's always good to have like that upperclassman as a friend so like you could like go through your troubles and be like how do I get through it yeah like going off what she said college is very different in high school in the way where like the different grade levels they mix a lot like I know in high school it's like most of your classes like let's say you're in like ninth grade most of your classes are only gonna have ninth graders like your lunch your gym it's all gonna be mostly ninth grade in college everything's mixed all your classes for the most part are mixed with like freshmen sophomore junior seniors activities clubs even your friends are all gonna be in different grade levels like the grade level that you're in that's it's only really there just like track your own progress but for as far as interacting, it doesn't really matter what grade you're in in college. And like some people, like depending on like how many credits they have, sometimes like they're taking like semesters off or like they're behind ahead in their credits. So it really grade level. It's only just to track your progress. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, th- I think we might have do- dove into this a little bit, but balancing school and social life and possibly even a job, like balancing it all. Do you have any tips regarding that? I think the procrastinating went with it. Um. I think time management, like I said before, time management is a huge, um, it's a huge deal. Knowing what you have to do in the week, I work five days a week. Like I said, I own my own business, which again, takes a lot of time out of my day after I'm working, but I make sure I have like an hour or two dedicated to what I have to do. 
if it's and like sometimes I'll be like okay one day a week I'll just set aside the whole day for my schoolwork just making sure you have a layout like being organized helps even if you're like not an organized person just laying out what you have to do get a planner guys get a school planner and just plan your days and if you don't if it doesn't go as planned don't stress it but just have your like days like in a in a little bow and try and do the best you can honestly with everything yeah, I would definitely recommend that. And also, one thing to point out is teaching styles and assignments are definitely different depending on the class. Like, some classes may be more homework-heavy. Some, you may only have to write three essays. Some, you, have, you may have more tests or projects, group projects. That's another thing in college, too. You still have group projects. Like, I'm doing TikToks in one of my classes. So, like, the teaching style and the assignments are different depending on the class. Yeah, some of your classes you're going to have, like like what she said, she's making TikToks in some of her classes. A lot of classes are hands-on. Like, hands they aren't as hard as like high school makes it. Like, I know high school, like your teachers might be like, oh, college is going to be the hardest thing ever. You're going to be up all night studying, working it's hard. It's like, yeah, there are so many still moments where you are working hard. But, like a lot of classes are like pretty like easy or like normal for the most part. Like you're going to get through it. You won't feel like too stressed. Like... And you do random things like making TikToks. Some classes, they will be like, each class usually is like, if it's a two-day-a-week class, then it's an hour and a half each. If it's a one-day-a-week class, it's three hours. Sometimes you won't meet for the full three three hours. Um, you're going to have classes at like different times a day. Like There are a lot of students have night classes from like 7 to 10 p.m. That's just like how the scheduling works Like for St. John's. Yeah, I definitely. Like I said, I'm doing TikToks because my class is about things that go viral. And it's like a hands-on situation because after we do all our TikToks, which I'm trying to promote my public relations class a little bit, we have to write a two-page paper explaining if the TikToks we did went viral or not and what are the mechanics that didn't go through. A lot of the times, like, if you're going to study law, they might have you, like, study actual cases. Or if you're studying business, you're going to have to do accounting classes that go into business or different things. No matter what you're majoring or you're undecided, a lot of classes are different than high school because in high school you get taught the like history of everything. In college, I feel like they want you to be more hands-on and give you real issues because it's what's going on in the world now and what you have to be prepared for after you graduate. You have to be prepared to be hands-on in any situation. I feel like the beginning classes are more about like the history and stuff like that and more like book-heavy, but then... As you move up along the years, it's more about the technique and the hands-on skills that you need to yeah, acquire for your major. You for that in, major. Like your first semester, if you don't declare a major, it's gonna be mostly classes for required the core requirements, and then you're gonna fade closer and closer to more of like your major. And then when you're a senior, it's gonna be most mostly classes for your major. Like teaching, I think they have people do actual student teaching. Like it's a requirement that you have to go to a school and, like, do student teaching. I'm not a student, I'm not a teaching major, so I don't know the um, actual, like, physics of it. I just know some people have to do that for the requirement. Like, with communications, you have to have an internship by the time you graduate just so you get a little bit of experience. And, like, all the classes that you do in communications, they want you to get each aspect of what you're doing. And that's why I love, honestly, Everyone's going to love college. They're going to be nervous at first because you're transitioning into your everyday life at high school for four years to another four years of something new. 
and then you're gonna see like it's really like this amazing thing and you're learning your more about yourself than you thought you did when you were in high school well i feel like the last topic we should dive into as far as advice is what are the differences and similarities between college and high school I feel like my high school lied a little bit to me. Yeah, mine Because so. they make college sound like the scariest thing. Depending it's on really the not. I, I find it more lie. similar to high school. I find it pretty similar in some aspects. Maybe because I went to a small high, high school, so it's more similar. For me being that this is a relatively small campus, but mm. I feel like in some ways, like, yeah, we have more freedom in college, but in other ways, it's not that different. Like, in some ways, it's different. In other ways, you know, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Like, um, I feel like... Because, again, like, my academy at Newdorp um, was very open about things. And some teachers were, like, and my sister still goes there. And I feel like she's getting lied to now that I'm being in high school. I had siblings older than me. I'm like, is this true? Am I writing, like, five-page pa- pa- five papers a day for no reason? And my siblings didn't go to St. John's. They went to a different college. Because, like, we all branched out and did our own thing as we went, o- um, went older. But... They're like, no, you're not going to end up doing what they're telling you. You're not going to have a five-page paper due the next day. They're going to give you time to do a five-page paper. And now I see my little sisters getting told the same thing, and they're, like, trying to, like, hound her on it, even though, like, the grading is different now because of the pandemic. I'm like, don't stress it as much because you're getting light work right now. Them telling you that you're going to have so much more stuff is not completely true depending on where you go. And I think that's, like, a whole thing. Like, high school is supposed to prep you for college, and sometimes they just lie to you so you get stuff done, which is good in an aspect, but, like, then you get to college, like, ready to get, like, stressed out, and you get all nervous, and it's, like, a whole different aspect that you've never seen. Yeah, I've had, like, some teachers in high school, like, they're telling me, like, oh, well, if you don't do this or if you don't know this by college, like, it's not going to work out for you. People are going to laugh at you. It's like like one from my English class who had to read a certain book and she said, if you don't read this by college, people are going to judge. I'm like, yeah, no one cares. Like, <laughs> I think even the writing format. I got some yeah. MLA, MLA format. You have to know MLA format. They didn't teach anything else. They didn't teach APS. Yeah. Single, single spaced? Space. I got told single space what? Um, by half of them. And then I had one um, teacher, um, my history teacher who I loved, um, told me it's going to be double space. Like, she didn't lie because she had kids who were in, in college. So she wasn't going to lie to me if her kids are going to do the same thing. She's like, no, it's going to be double space. Um, and I, I'm like, so I'm getting lied to by some, like, my English teachers. And then my history teachers are going to be the one who tells me the truth and tells me, you know, it's not single space. They're not going to tell you. And now all my papers have to be double space. I tell my sister that because I look at her stuff because she asks me for help. Because I had the same English teachers as she did. And they're telling telling her, like, different things. And I had these teachers. I'm like, when I had them, they didn't do any of this. They're telling you to write a five-page paper due tomorrow. I'm like, I'm serious. Like, I wrote my little sister's paper um, for her because um, it was a book I read. And now that it's online, it's, like, so much harder to listen to the, prof- um, the professors. And I was like, why do you do single space? And she's like, because that's the way they told me. I'm like... No, that's a lie. So I'm going to give you a college-written essay. Most of my papers and are double-spaced. I said, if you fail this paper, which I know because I had the paper from high school already, and I then added stuff that I remembered, I double-spaced it for her. I submitted it for her. She got 100. I was like, if you were going to get like anything lower, I was because I, I know the teachers she has. I had them too. I was like, I will email them myself and say, why are you lying to my sister? 
I'm jaw dropped. Wait, you had to write a single spaced essay in high school? My all the time, all yeah. The time. I got really? We, I feel like my high school experience was, was very different. Yeah, I the way I wrote papers in high school were very different than the way I wrote papers in college. Like, I think they wanted you to write more. Yeah, um, but they were always single spaced for the most part. They would never, they would very rarely push the MLA format on me. In college, it's the M- by the way, the MLA format isn't really that hard. No. Like, it sounds hard at first, but really, it's all it is, it's Times New Roman, 12 size font, double spaced. I'm just citing your stuff. Yeah, citing your stuff. It's pretty easy. It's easy to look it up. Yeah, and, like, look it up. Like, it. I really wish, like, high schools would teach you how to write a proper college paper because they don't. They just teach you, like, their own way. Yeah. I'm you think off. the college office would help, like, the only way, and I, I hate saying this because I, I loved my high school and I loved the help I got. I did get a lot of help, but with the pandemic, I feel like they're not as helpful, which is sad because, like, they don't have all the mechanics they can do. Um, It's like me and my brother are helping my sister apply for colleges and do her college stuff because she doesn't know what she's doing because, like, her college advisors are telling her different stuff. Like, she's going to a CUNY and they're telling her you have to put it on Naviance, but you can't put... CSI on Naviance when you're already like accepted and it's like a whole thing and her like she's like emailing CSI and they're like you know you're fine you're fine you're admitted you're good it's and for like the high school they want to know what co- college you got into but you can't put it on Naviance because it's not a private or a SUNY it's a CUNY and they just do CUNY Naviance first. makes no sense to me it I use that not. too I feel like everything I did senior year of high school I don't even know what they were trying to tell me because it was all gibberish. I tried following it, and then I, ju- I got into St. John's, and I was like, okay, half of my high school career is out the window, what I learned, with, like, writing essays and everything, because I learned only double space. I ended up doing APA, actually, for some of my papers, which is the same thing as MLA. Um, again, look it up, because it's easy to just look up what a format is than having to hear it, because a lot of the times it's just hard to explain. And I just feel like high school, like, depending on the high school you go to, you don't get the right, like, evaluation of college. Oh, I hated the college office at my high school, especially looking back on it. I feel like I was lied to so much about so many things. Like, even just, like, getting accepted into college, they were saying things like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And, like, in reality, like, the regents exams, for example, they do not matter at all in college. Like, I have not, like... I don't even think they looked at only it in the application. New, they say only New York and um, California looks at regions. But, like, my, I got, um, they didn't look at my regions for St. John's. No, I literally, I remember I was at the open house in my senior year, and I was, like, you know, worried about getting into college. They hype it up in high school would be, like, the hardest thing to possibly do. They're, like, you need, like, volunteer experience. You need extra extracurriculars. You need a perfect SAT score. And, like, yeah, stuff's important, especially, but, each college is different. If you're trying to get into like Harvard or like a harder school, maybe, but like a lot of hi- a lot of colleges are pretty easy to get into. Like yeah, St. Like- John's, I said these are my grades, these are my SAT scores. Will I get in? And they straight up told me, yes, you'll have no problem getting in. I- okay, I- awesome. I'm in college now. Like- I complete like this is like a venting session now that you said that topic, um, <laughs> because actually at our orientation, mine and Courtney's, because we're the same grade. Um, they said that our year was their highest GPA and SAT score. Oh, yeah, they did say that. I remember that now. And listen, if that was true or a lie, listen, I feel really smart. Cause no, I think that's true. I worked my butt off in, like, high school. I was on, in the National Honor Society. I tried because I was told you need to have the perfect grades to get into a perfect college. 
And St. John's actually was not my first choice. It was my third. And I'm so happy I'm here because, honestly, I feel like going away, yes, it would have been a great um, opportunity. But with COVID happening, I'm glad I didn't because I feel like that's money wasted down the drain. And I feel like high school just, like, told me a lie with the regents. Like, only California and New York accepts them, but now you could just apply for colleges without the regents. So what's the point of having them? Like, you just – and SAT scores, you don't really need them right now with the pandemic because you really can't take them. Yeah. Like, my little sister hasn't taken her regents in, like, two years, and she got into CSI. And she, she didn't – she was not able – she took her SAT last year, but they're not, like, looking at the SAT this year because they understand with the pandemic. So why are we doing well? Because I feel like I don't test well. I don't. Why look at the testing grades? Why not just look at the academics? Yeah. And see how they – and the extracurriculars that people do. I feel people, like, stand out more than their test grades. Like, we're more than, like – grading we're people more than a number well i think that's why they stress the volunteer and the extracurriculars getting involved in high school so it's not always st john's cared about that either i think that was a good thing for a lot of colleges to like know like okay so if we have these things so you could be involved with it if you want i think that was a good way because like then it tells you the opportunities but people are not always good test takers people are not involved as much so you just got to look at, like, the person. Like, I, I believe, like, interviewing a person for a college, it's okay to do that because then you get a feel for the person and if you think they're going to be comfortable in the college that they're going to. But do you, though? Because it's hard to evaluate someone in a few minutes, though. I don't think a few minutes. I think, like, sessions. Like, small sessions. Not even, like, interviewing. Just, like, evaluating them, asking them, like, how do you feel about this, this, and this, and seeing, like, here are the opportunities we have for you if you'd like it. I feel like... Just, like, having people take tests does not evaluate who they are. Oh, okay. Now I see. I was, uh, I was like, confused. I was, like, it was like a five-minute interview. It's, like, hard to... Not, like, an interview you do for yeah. a job. Just, like, a No, now I get what you're like, saying. Like, a study... Like, it's also, like, kind of, like, studying the person so you know what they're comfortable... Like, what they're comfortable at doing and what they're comfortable being involved in or not being involved in. Not being pushed to do something because you saw that's what they're doing in high school. Let's put them in it for college. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to talk about is the price of college. I feel like in high school, they don't really talk about how important that is, like, down the line. They're just like, oh, it doesn't matter. Pick your dream college. It doesn't matter how much money it is. It's, but, like, once you're in college, once you become an adult, like, unless, like, your parents are paying for your entire college, like, that price is going to matter to you a lot. And it could put you into a lot of student debt later on down the line. And you want to, like, just, I feel like I wish when I was in high school, you know, someone, like, tells me, like, look. Like, is this the price of college you actually want? Like, do you actually want to spend this much money? I feel like that's another thing. Colleges, um, not colleges, high schools don't tell you. They tell you about the academic side, how they're tough schools to get into, which honestly, I didn't think St. John's was a tough school to get into. I had to pay for the application one. That's one thing I do have an issue with because you don't know if the person has the means to pay for it, and your high schools don't pay for it either, as people know, obviously. Um... But I didn't think it was, like, hard to get in when they, like, evaluated everything on what I was giving in. And then my college office never told me the price. Like, they did a flat rate of the tuition, but they didn't say that's each year or it changes. Because 
The tuition rate changes every year. Yeah, and it went up they don't, during a pandemic. Yes, we're in a pandemic and the tuition went up, but that's like a different situation. Maybe for a different podcast. <laughs> um, like, they don't tell you, like, you're going to have to take out, like, five loans, depending. You're going to have to do fast for They don't tell you the due dates, really. They just give you one day and they expect you to just memorize it. They don't, I feel like notifying you, like, I think St. John's notifies you, like, a thousand times to do your FAFSA. Like, I get the emails all the time when, like, the school year is approaching or the semester is approaching. Do your financial aid. Do, um, like, apply for your loans. Newdor, I love them. I don't think they addressed it. And that's the one thing I wish I would have known going into college is, like, the pricing every year or the loans I'd have to take out. And the only reason I did know is because I had older siblings. And some people aren't that lucky and have people in their lives who go to college before they did. See, my school did talk about FAFSA and finances, all that. Like, you know, obviously. Well, you went to private schools. <laughs> no, I didn't go to private school. Wait, yeah, wait, where'd you go? I went to a charter school. Oh. It's basically pub. It's ba- it's, it's like a hot in between public and private. Yeah. It's like a public. It's more, I love public it's more similar to public than private. Yeah, it's I a public school, but it's like. It's a lottery. Yeah. It's like Petrides. Yeah. It's not, it's it's similar to Petrides. Yeah. Um, you liked it, though. Yeah, I mean, Petrides is another school in Staten Island, by the way. I feel like we're saying school names. They're like, wait. Yeah, we well, have people I, from Queens probably listening to, yeah. like, all over. I feel like, well, anyone that's coming to this campus yeah. in 2025, they're most likely going to be from Staten Island or maybe near Staten Island because it is only a commuter school now. Yeah. So you can't yeah. dorm here. You have to Buy commute, get your own apartment, live at home. Or live with a friend if they yeah. can do that with COVID going on. It, honestly, next year I think will be a challenge for the freshmen, but I think, you know, don't think of it as a challenge. Think of it uh, like a new opportunity that you have to do obstacles to get through. Oh, wait, no, but I was going to say before is they did, like, mention FAFSA and all that, but they didn't. I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think they mentioned scholarships, which is an important thing in college. It that's is. Like, that's important. the only thing that got mentioned to me was scholarships, yeah. scholarships, scholarships. Oh, see, mine was the polar opposite. They briefly mentioned scholarships. But they don't mine, mention I wish they did more scholarships. I wish they did that more for me in high school, like how important scholarships are in your grades. I feel like that wasn't pushed to me. I'm just like, oh, whatever, I got to get good grades. So, but it's like scholarships, your SAT score having high grades that'll get you more money like depending on what college you go to so try to like fight for scholarships apply to any scholarship literally you could google a scholarship and see if st john's will take it if you're coming to st john's or if you're just listening and going to any other college um definitely look up a thousand different scholarships i know me i am a daughter of a retired detective and they have scholarships through the um, police department that i apply for every year sadly i have not gotten one yet and they don't um, give you those scholarships? No. It depends. It depends on how much you make um, sometimes or how much the family makes. Look into it. Like, some of them you'll have to write essays for, um, and some of them you just have to apply for. But always, like, Google a bunch of scholarships to see if you could get it. Anything to, like, lessen the financial burden you might have coming into college. Because you never know how many loans you're going to end up having to take out. Well, does also, it seem- bargain with St. John's or whatever college you're going to because, for me— I had, like, really high grades, like, a really high GPA in high school, but my SAT score is kind of, like, in the middle. And they said, like, for the whatever the scho- the scholarship is, marriage scholarship, they said they'll meet in the middle between the grade and the SAT score, but they only met at the level where my SAT score was. So I kind of, you know, went to St. John's. I'm like, hey, can you meet in the middle? Like, is there any way to, like, get me? Because this was, like, a school I wanted to go to. I'm like, I can't really afford it. Like, is there any way you can, like, kind of give me, like, more scholarship money? And, like, sometimes they'll accommodate you. And that goes for any college. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Sorry, I forgot what I was going to say again. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it kind of like leaves my mind. Oh, what was I going to say again? Was it with scholarship? It was. I like, completely <laughs> left my mind. We talk too much and then you forget what the. Yeah, yeah. there's like thing. so many different topics. I don't remember what and we're then... talking about anymore. We're talking about scholarships, I think? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I remember what I was going to say. Um, you were saying about how your father is a retired detective. I think St. John's, they have scholarships if I think your parent was either FDMY. Yeah, I've applied for NYPD, military. I, I think you're St. John's alumni. St. John's alumni, if you went to a Catholic school, a Catholic I, high school. There's actually a scholarship. Um, one of my third cousins, um, who has passed away, there's a scholarship. I, oh my God, I, I never met my co- that cousin because again she was like my third cousin. Um, but there's a scholarship in her name. I, I, I don't remember her name because I've never met her and we don't really talk about it. But I applied for it because my mom's like, if you're going to St. John's, apply for the scholarship because it was on my mom's side. Um, I didn't get it. I'm like, it's not a big deal. They're like, you got to put down that you're the family member. I'm like, I did, Mom, but I don't think they really care. So it's like, just try your best to get any scholarship. Don't be upset if you don't get the scholarship. Just try to make your like the money you're paying like less. Like that's what I've tried. I have like I think I have four scholarships for St. John's, and I still feel like I'm paying so much. Yeah, there's like each of them. They all have like different names, and I just like, see it's, it's hard on my to bill. Remember. I'm like, whatever. It's a scholarship. Like I just put um like every semester you have to accept your scholarship um on something called UIS, which it's hard to explain what UIS is. It's basically like our school website um to track where you're at and like register for your classes. You'll learn more about that as you're a freshman. Like it's really hard to like describe it now. Um, but, like, when you have to, like, accept your loans and your, like, scholarships, I just select them all that yeah. I know I need. No, I don't look give at the Give me all names. the money. Just, like, whatever gives me the most yeah. money, I just, I just accept. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more piece of it, the thing I should mention is with the syllabus, we talked about it briefly. I had one teacher in high school that actually gave us a syllabus, and that's not a thing that high school teachers usually do. So I was very shocked when this teacher did it. She's like, because it was an AP class. Yeah, so that's why like, did it. She was like, I want to prepare you for college. And I feel like that's a thing that's a main difference between college and high school is the syllabus. If you don't know what a syllabus is, it's basically a... You know how, like, some classes in high school will give you, you like, a sheet of paper, like, a packet of, like, what the class is about? It's kind of like that, but it has more details. It'll tell you, like like what you're going to do each week in the class. It'll tell you the due dates for important assignments. Maybe even explain what the assignments are. It'll break down the percentage of like what each grade is like worth. So like this paper is 20%. The midterm might be 25%, stuff like that. And it'll tell you what everything means. It'll just explain anything you need to know about the class or being the one syllabus of and hold on to that. Of course it change over time. Depending change, on the yeah. schedule of the professor because most, like most likely you have class during your scheduled time. Unless you get an email, of course, your professor changed something with it. And then some, like, I have a professor who changes the syllabus if something's changed in the week and pushes things back and changes what it is. So, again, like, that's the thing. Always check your email because things do change no matter the routine you're in. Something will change a little bit that won't stress you out. But in high school, going back to the syllabus, I took College Now classes. I did have syllabuses for that because it was prepping you for college. That was the only thing that I think prepped me, which really wasn't college assignments. It was just AP assignments I got. Um, And I had, like, two regular classes that gave a syllabus because they were trying to prep you for college a little bit. 
I think the syllabus is a good thing, though. It's like you have a day-by-day rundown of yeah. usually the topic, I think, that you're learning about. Like, they'll tell you if, like, you need a chapter, like, what homework's due. Yeah, I like how they give you the breakdown. Yeah, you need for that class in the one syllabus. It's more structured than high school yeah. in that say, aspect. It tells you exactly day-by-day day what you're doing. I look at my syllabus for the class before I go to the class just to make sure I did the right thing. Like, I have friends who don't look at the syllabus and will DM me be like, do we have class today? I'm like, yes. Oh, what I'll chapter check the is syllabus. I'm like, what chapter are we doing today? Or is it a study day? I'm like, you have the same link to the class as I do. You have the same can- Canvas page. Go on Canvas and look. Like everything's like available to you. I think especially since COVID, with Canvas, everything has been uploaded online, and you do get it like physically too. But I think the professors know they're you're gonna throw away the syllabus if it's online. You can't throw that away. So you, you really just look at it on your on the website and it really helps like I know when all my finals are just because of the syllabus. And it like helps you plan and prep and study for what you have to do. Definitely. I think a syllabus is definitely one of the better things that college has it's over like high school. Yeah. I it's know. Like a planner for your for each class so you don't get that much that much of a stress level raised in your like in your mentality. That should be something that's implemented into high school classes cuz I feel like that would just be better all around, in my yeah, personal they opinion. Should. They I should really they try. try to, like, prepare you for college. Some people go to college anyway. Even if, like, you're not going to college, I feel like the college structure is still pretty good. One thing I think they tried, like, they will give you an outline for the summer. And they make, in high school, they make you read a thousand books and do projects. In college, you don't get in summer college, college, you don't have to do yeah. that. There's no summer reading. There's no, anytime you have a break, they don't really give homework. Maybe you have a spring break, but I think that's they it. Sent, they sent us a book. Oh, freshman year. Freshman they usually year, give us a book. They sent us a book because the speaker at orientation was going to be there. Based they on the book. They don't make you read it. They, they literally just encourage you to read it. They don't test you on the book like you would get told. They don't test you on, like, summer assignments. It's literally by choice. Yeah, because yeah. you're adults. Like, people have things to do during the summer. That's another thing I want to say about college is we're all adults here. So they treat you very differently because of that. It's like, because you're more mature, you have a lot of different things going on. They don't call your parents. They will never call your parents. And your parents are not supposed to get involved in, like, things. So let's say, like, maybe, like, a teacher is mean to you or something. You have a problem with the school. You have to handle that yourself. You can't have your mom or dad getting involved because... You could go home and complain about it. Yeah. They're not... They can't do anything about it. Your parents can't be like, let me call them up. Because at the end of the day, your professor's not going to care what your parent has to say. Because they're not teaching your parents. They're teaching you. So they really care about what you have to say instead. So I think being vocal also is like another thing. Being a freshman, you're going to be shy. You're not going to want to speak up. But getting involved and like making yourself heard, I think, is like a big deal. Like people don't think they can going into a new school. But I think St. John's is very – St. John's was the most welcoming school I've ever been to. They really are, honestly. Definitely, yeah. That's one thing like, I could say about St. John's. We're the so small welcoming. aspect of it. And I think we we were so welcoming. Like, I think it's because we're so open to everyone. Like, we're very diverse in everything that... And the campus is so us. small, so it's such a tight... Nick you community. know everyone, yeah. You really get that individualized attention, like, even in class. Like, yeah, the professors, they all know who you are, like... Even if they don't remember your name, they know your face. Even yeah. with the masks. Like, I had a professor last semester, and I was just sitting in, like the lobby of a building waiting for my next class and the professor came up to me forgot my name but was like you do the bolt i know i yeah. liked you last semester <laughs> you told us about this. and i'm like i'm sorry it's your girl liz it's your girl liz i'm like it's like i'm sorry i just don't remember your name i i'm so sorry i have a thousand students 
He's like, but you were really good last semester. Um, and I watch the bulletin every week. I'm like, then how do you not know my name? <laughs> yeah, you say it every <laughs> I week. I say it in yeah. every, literally, guys, if you guys watch the bulletin, I do say my little catchphrase, it's your girl, Liz. So I don't know how that professor did not remember my name. But they, even if they don't remember the name, they will remember your face, even with a mask on. Yeah. One more thing I like to add is because, you know, I've been in college during a pandemic, I've learned don't take your time here for granted. I mean, I came in. I already knew I was probably graduating. I definitely knew I was graduating a semester early. But then, like, once I was, like, here, like, as a freshman, I kind of figured I'd probably be graduating a year early. So that's already three years instead of four years. So, and then, you know, because of the pandemic, like, a year and a half of that was kind of, like, very modified, different, not really the same because of the pandemic. So even that short time I had here, that first year and a half, I didn't realize that would be like my only like time. Like that's like fully a full college experience. So I would say definitely like don't take your time for granted. You know, no, like it could like end or go away at like any moment. And that goes for anything in life. I'm sure most of you guys are in high school. You probably relate the same way. You're probably like having your high school experience and it got cut short. Definitely don't rush it. It it's goes by go so fast. Yeah. It does. It, it does. goes by yeah. so quick. But I think the time here, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy every minute, honestly. Just take it take it slow and like enjoy every minute of it. Hopefully next semester there'll be more in person events. Do you remember? Because you you're a senior. Didn't they have events like the autumn ball and the spring? Yeah, spring? they have plenty of in person events. Go to them? There was always I didn't go to those, but like there was always so many things going on every day. And they're trying to make it more yeah, involved I hope that again. comes back, yeah. Um, especially with them requiring the vaccine um, for in-person, I think they'll be If you're vaccinated, like, I don't see why. Like, why be, we can't do yeah. it. Um, I definitely think they'll be more open. I think by 2023, by the time I think we graduate, they'll be back to doing the same thing. Yeah, especially class of 2025. Like, by I the time you're a senior, you should be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any, I think we should wrap it up. Do either of you have any one final piece of advice or words of encouragement to the class 2025? I think just enjoy your time being here. It's going to seem scary, but you're going to love every minute of college. Trust me. Yeah, I would also say, you know, enjoy your time here. Um, it's not as hard and scary as, you know, high school makes it seems. And, you know, it is kind of like a fresh start. So definitely take that for granted. And, yeah. Don't be, like, everyone's going to be nervous. You're not going to be the only one. I know it's a new place. It might seem scary, but everyone's in the same boat as you are. And with that, I think we should just say, well, first of all, congratulations to the class of 2021, our college seniors, a.k.a. Brian. And congratulations to the class of 2023 for high school, and congratulations to I guess. 2025 or 1? I don't even know what year we're in anymore. Uh, no. 2021 for high school. Class of 2021 for high school. And, and 2025 for college. Yeah. That are coming in now. So we wish yeah, you all the best of luck. We hope to see you soon. Don't hesitate to come and join us in the bolt. And with that, I guess we'll see you all next time on Storm Chasers. <laughs>